welcome back to my lovely IHP community. We have some lovely channeled guidance for this Leo special season as the Lionsgate portal keeps moving forward. We definitely know about fiercefully loving and fiercefully fearing, but fiercefully choosing to love. And there have been mixed messages, but I think I'll try and keep this one short. When you understand the difference between 5D and 4D, it's that 5D body type will easily be in the effortlessness of channeling. So we move out of the duality dimension without a glitch. Meaning we know demon or divinity, stone or rock, it's all from the same energy. As the neuroscience community and psychoeducators present, our expansion of consciousness is a cerebral activity, but it is involving the embodied brain, so your brain and your nervous system. And as though, although I was going to give you some more on the psychoeducation front, right now I think I want to keep it short so that I have time to elaborate and to try to make sure I give you all the right input because we have a lot of people who are in 4D who in this moment of now, they don't actually see the opportunity. Unfortunately, they don't think of supernatural as just supernatural people, as us being optimized versions of ourselves, which instead is what lovely neuroscience has shown. Our channeling, our ability to be intuitive, all of my lovely 5D mystics will know this. It's not a problem because we don't feel special or anointed. We are people and you're people. And understanding how the brain works and how the sphere of consciousness is, it's not something that we're like, oh my gosh, it cannot be so. There is a relationship with the energetic imprint. The 4D individual is different. But they choose to disregard that they're not more special than others. And they choose to disregard that they believe in demons and divinities and not in the fact that we are a million pieces from the same piece of energy. So they disregard their own teachings, by the way. They might do yoga, they might do Ayurveda, they can do anything they want. As long as they think demons exist, they don't know what they're talking about. The guru, sad guru, is speaking of us being one energy. Now, his past content, he went through his own expansion. So people who choose to consistently believe, again, in evil as something that exists will go and draw information from that. This is where it's not about what information they draw or what they believe in. It's about how they're not optimizing their brain, and that's because they're not going to get some help when those nightmares and those emotions consistently come up in a way of not stable and not effortless and not rich. If you are not waking up happier every day and you're continuing only to do spell work essentially and in a way of everything around you is not going the way you want it to, well, there's obviously an inconsistency. Unfortunately, the same 4D community just thinks that means I have a blocked something. Yes, a blocked third eye means you're not doing self-transformation because you haven't looked at your ego because you think you don't got one, and we all do. And it's because you don't believe the neuroscience that's saying you're not supernatural, 
It's the optimized version of a human brain. Okay, so those of us who are ego-less because we have an ego and we say, yeah, I got one, you know what we know? We're a human like anybody else. We don't feel more special or less special. We are, my name's Maria, what's your name? So I channel, yes, and I know it's food for thought, but it's also channeling. I can tell the difference. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it, though, because I'm not here to prove it to someone. The community of 5D are people to be their self. Oneness consciousness, unconditional love, pure consciousness. So if you're not waking up every day with more energy, it's not about there being a blocked something. It's that you're not paying attention to the fact that 24 hours is what you get. And you can work with the monkey, doll, or butterfly mindset. Move into your inner growth mindset. Move into let me integrate my mind, my brain. Let me work with the differentiated parts, with the charged parts of me. Move into my differentiated self, my higher self. Move out of the adaptive child response and into the functional adult one. So very straightforward how we can move into more of ourselves. It's you, the person. The roaring lions roar with love, and if we have fear, it's okay. And when people don't help to make it okay, we know how to make it okay. And if we need that window of tolerance, this is where it's very important. The window of tolerance and the way you wake up, because the people who do need and they recognize it, they go. Now, there's good psychologists, there's good somatic experts, there's good neuroscience, there's good of any one of those subject matters and professionals. They are the ones who say, let me empower you with information. Let me expand you. When you are able to recognize that that's truth, meaning a person who says, I don't know everything, and also that somebody needs to treat you with respect, but if they don't, that you can evaluate how to respond to that. Okay, there's all these different areas. The people who are not good are the ones who tell you, I know everything. Do it my way. Some people want that, though because they want to be told what to do, because they don't recognize that they're not able to be their fearfully fearful and loving lion all on their own. So let's leave that one out there on their loan, because it's not part of today's channel guidance, but um, when you build relationships, you want to build mindfulness ones. You want to build ones where you're in equanimity with each other, you want to support each other, and you don't tell each other what to do. And so when I'm around my 4D friends who think that demons exist, we have this conversation. They know I don't believe in demons, and they know they do. And then I share with them information on support for their mind and their health, and they either hear it or they don't. The part that is of concern to me is not of concern to them the ones who instead go and get support some of them they get a little bit exaggerated with the part of trying to get everybody to do the same thing they're doing but it's because they actually acknowledged something important which is the window of tolerance and the ability to work with their window of tolerance thanks to people who know a thing or two about our bodies and our brains and so it is important to take your mental health seriously and to understand that it's not about taking away from this supernatural. It's not supernatural. Your, your, your actual physiological mind 
has aspects that take place. If they're overwhelming, you want to get someone to support you because a rigid mind is not a healthy mind and your mind and body are going through a suffering. Now, if you handle that, then it means you're not feeling destabilized. But it means that every day, as I pointed out, you're waking up more in love with life than yesterday. So there's a very distinguishing way that you'll notice this. The more you can be at ease with life and the more you have your loved ones around and the more you are happy and the more you have answers for yourself, the more you're moving into that which is the life of you. 5D mystics will naturally be drawn to any content that gives them education and empowers them with information, not limits them. People who instead want answers, they look for those who say, here's the next magic wand. So they treat intuition with the idea that the universe is going to give you this or that, you know, source is going to give you that. So they have a way with um, their own not uh, ability to have the life they want without recognizing it. So they'll talk about a blocked third eye. Here, what uh, blocked third eye is you not using your cortex to explore your charge states. You're not looking at your adaptive child and you're not moving into integration of the mind. So very straightforward. Again, I don't want to spend too much time on this one because that's what I was doing. I re-recorded it on purpose. I, I want you to just understand right now we have a group of people out throughout this portal. The ones who are not moving into more, they're going through a very big shift. They're going to be supported, but it's only if they take that support. Compassionate beyond a reason is what's important as well as you being able to use your equanimity. And let's get to you then keeping in mind that the window of tolerance means uh, if you have overwhelming sensations, there are people out there ready to help, ready to support. You want to find ones that are empowering, yes, but you just want to keep in mind that there are ways you can support yourself and that you're not alone. One, okay? For my lovely, fiercefully loving, loving lions who get to be vulnerable and fearful as well, you're most likely optimally at this point in our lovely energies because if you've moved into your 5Dness, this means you've worked through areas of the emotional plane and so you've mastered being able to be in your ventral vagal state and that's a very beautiful thing. So at most you're working through that past stuff that has been brought up to the surface and cleared in a way of you being able to understand why things took place the way they did and really why. Also come to the conclusions of how you plan on moving forward. Nobody really waits around for anyone because we don't uh, actually consider any of our relationships cut out of our lives. They're all recalibrated to their next best interactive self situationships, all that good stuff. So your relationships are moving along. And for people who are moving back into other people's lives, you are making the choices of how to address very important topics that you know are from the heart and that are very important for you to share. So you probably are going through a little bit more of contemplation, perhaps past people also coming up and therefore past emotions. You're working through different types of aspects such as those, 
as we move more and more towards that 8-8, I'm sure the energy of the line will pick on up because it always does. And so either there's going to be some surprises or there's going to be some important decisions to make. Usually that's what uh, 8 and swift because it's also not only raw, vulnerable, full of heart, but also uh, full of that expansion and communication. And as for any of those eight of swords or the, uh, which one is it? The eight, well, the eight of coins is you working on stuff and then the eight of cups. So walking away from anything that is no longer part of that expansion of you. The eight of swords is you being able to move beyond that mindset. So you're expanding your consciousness and not looking at the eight as if it's a good or bad thing. It's actually normal for us to continually, continuously progress and expand to more belief systems, more subject matters, not necessarily belief systems, but being able to integrate more topics is what I should say. When you understand the intricacies of these lovely relationships that we have, you actually enjoy the playground a lot more. Now, of course, we never really look forward to those who stay within that adaptive child the heartbreak, gut wrench, the unworthiness, unlovable, defectiveness. Um, it's sad when we do have to handle those who do not recognize the addictive behaviors that are connected to their maladaptive responses, which really are safety behaviors as infants to unresolved trauma, as infants to experiences that are overwhelming. And it's not because something specific is happening. The part about trauma, it's trauma memory. So it's charged states. It's on an energetic spectrum. And this is the part of why so many people will talk about, oh, I don't believe in that whole being compassionate or the biology stuff. Or there's a way that we'll talk today about the neuroscience and the psychoeducation. And even those of us who are not the experts, because I learn from people who are the experts, and to a 5D person, all of what we learn, so the fact that there is not a supernatural ability in channeling, but that it's a normal, optimized human brain, a 5D person will not feel that that is odd. We will be aware of this already because we know all people have higher potential. It's only the ones who have the inability to recognize their inside the heart, I'm defective, so people are defective but nobody's defective and that's that part that um, the nervous system and that embodied brain and that distorted ego so Maya land is not a land it's kind of like 4D land it's a person who does not use the um, what is it called does not use the ability to move into equanimity land you know, not use the ability to use their mind in equanimity land. They don't move out of rumination or out of just being blank in their mind and not realizing, wait, I'm using my time this way because I don't want to actively try to do other. Feeling unworthy is a feeling that doesn't come to the surface until you're ready to ask yourself, am I spending my 24 hours in a way that I want and then to not get overwhelmed or upset by it? So 
the part about overwhelm, if it's emotional and it's manageable, this is the part where usually people will allow themselves to create reasons for why, um, what's the word, reasons for why they will allow themselves to procrastinate or do things, put, put some things on hold more. Taking our lovely life by the horns is about looking at that part of the feeling of failure, feeling of lack of success, the feelings of many different words for the same component. The more you are aware that every day you as the person that you are can make the life you want, every day you move more into a pure state of your own consciousness. That's why the optimization of the human mind and it equaling what is considered only spiritual to those who don't know about the science stuff is a positive. It allows all people to know that it's a conscious choice to move more into expansion or not. It also allows people to have room for conversation. And the part about people accepting or getting to know these aspects isn't going to necessarily happen. So that's why we have different soul age groups. That's why we have different types of educators. Every group will navigate towards that which they're more attracted to. If you move into that lovely enlightenment soul age group, and or if you move into wanting to tap into more of your higher consciousness, then you're going to be inclined to understand how to tend to optimize your mind in a way that brings forth left, right, equally, and then your own, again, safe haven for my regular listeners, so you unconditionally loving you with flaws and imperfections and secure base following the things that tickle your mind, heart, and body. So this lovely portal that is coming up for any person who's consistently been moving into the version of the life they want to see, they have no disruption. Their life is a constant because of being able to navigate that equanimity land very straightforwardly. That's for the people who do Dharma. The people who have moved out of karma right now and you've moved into Dharma, you're the people that obviously tune in here. And so for you, it's a beginning of, okay, I'm going to consistently build my stepping stones and I'm just going to go up. Not because you can't look to the past, but because the past comes with you. So you don't drop it. You don't move it away. You allow yourself to consistently move with the awareness. So when you're walking your path, you're always walking it next to you, if you will. Again, it's with the knowing and the knowing of what you don't know. And you know in that moment, how can I make the best of what I don't know? And... This is the biggest difference that um, you'll note. When you're walking with your own path, then you are moving one by one by one where you're wanting to head and accepting what you get to handle because the unknown obviously is what creates the potential to work with your emotions and with your mind and to expand consciousness. Straightforward for the people who tap into this knowingness on their own. And that's why they're more like common sense when you talk to them about the neuroscience and, you know, the uh, expansion of consciousness or channeling. It's usually, well, I already knew that one because they know about a lot of different topics. When others move out of the 
areas where they think that um, there could be something more or less, they get to evaluate how to allow themselves not to lose the magic, but to engage in the areas of the mysticism with a knowledge of it being just as beautiful as before, just with added data points. None of these options, opportunities, moments are better or worse. Obviously, everybody is different in how they look at it. So personally, what I can share is that for the 5D body type, it's not harsh to go through any of the experiences that we usually talk about. And that would be, you know, getting to have a relationship with your oversoul, twin flame, soulmates, all of the aspects that take place as you move into the wholeness of you. So connecting to pure consciousness, again, is you as a person, integration of the mind, restorative embodied self. So the optimized version of mental health for a person, the optimized version of a human being. There are aspects that take place as our lovely mind actually is able to connect to the sphere of consciousness, which is always around us. And again, people in the neuroscience field explain this in many different ways. So we're not going to look at that right now. But for a 5D person, it's not destabilizing. It's not something that creates the illusion of the demons and devil or evil and good. It is the actual difference that highlights if you are a 4D body type versus a 5D body type. So we're going to do it this way right now. Because what I've noticed is all of my 4D friends, they're still way into the 4D land. So they're limited consciousness because they are not actually able to talk about their active channeling as something normal. They feel that it's a gift from somewhere. Uh, intuition, they feel that it's a gift. They don't relate to it as we all have what's called a gut feeling. When I met all of my loved ones as a teenager, I knew all of these people are my family. And I would consistently say, how lucky am I? So my gut feeling is that there's always the ability for people that are family to come together. And the beauty of knowing as a kid it was gut feeling and that as an adult it's still the same and that I can explain the difference. So those of us who have a gut feeling but we're connected with the lovely roar of I'll be vulnerable from the heart, mind, and truthful, and we don't change that, we stay connected to this pure consciousness, purusha and pure energy, prakriti. And that's without one day of yoga. There's no need for yoga, no religion necessary, no spirituality necessary. A person who stays connected to unconditional love looks at another person and people and is able to notice if you are safe haven secure base then that's good it means you unconditionally love who i am i you with flaws and perfections and we support each other's dreams what is interesting what tickles our mind we don't support our non-well-being so if you're drinking too much eating too much or doing anything that might be not moderated we will talk about it and or tease and or da 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 today many people take offense in many areas and have been highlighting living lifestyles that are not healthy. And there's a way that the ego sensitive loses track of what is important. 
So when people are instead in an awareness of common sense, they're not going to take offense and say, let us make unhealthy lifestyle something healthy. And that's the part where right now what we have are people who need to learn how to accept that there can be destigmatization. And that means allowing people who feel stigma behind areas that came to the surface as needing to be highlighted so that they could be addressed because they create very sensitive topics. And so I forget who it was that was telling me about when it became unpolitically correct to use specific words and this was in regards to the mental health community and the way that the word um, I'm not going to use it because it's better not to get political since there's still people who tune in when you know you say life sensitive but but the words that were chosen it was for reasons of the way that they would get used and people taking offense it's been way blown out of proportion. Today in 2023, we have people wanting to look at you and yell at you and just say anything to you because they will consider that you are actually, or not even consider. It's because they feel shame about it and then they take it and say, oh, I'm going to blame you for the feeling I have. Now I'm going to make it into an entire topic and now I'm going to keep on voicing it and, and here's where a common sense person will say, okay, uh, we can understand when somebody's sensitive and try to make sure you don't hurt their feelings and whatnot, but what is not understandable is promoting through then exaggerating and consistently advocating, because this is what happens. The groups, they come together and they advocate only for them. We want to highlight we're special. And this has happened with a bunch of different groups. So while other people will want to do that, we won't. Who's we? It's the intellectually and emotionally intelligent people say, okay, let's see. Let's figure out how we can make people understand things. It feels like treating. The reality is it's a, it's a bullshit world. It's, it's, it's not even funny. I personally said, huh, they talk about education. I'm going to talk about egos because right now what I see is a bunch of different little groups. They seem all like teenagers and they're wanting to make everybody feel bad and basically let's not live life anymore. So they're all busy arguing about something and advocating about something and every one of them, oh, we have the superness of everything and uh, just some areas over here, over there. So this is where if you need to highlight differences in a good or bad obviously who's looking at it from separation consciousness who's the ego who still needs approval because if you're still highlighting it when i for example repeat it's not good or bad people say no it is good or bad no it's not good or bad you know why because equanimity is the land of the truth so it's not good or bad it's a perspective this is what the it's not good or bad means when i use it it's that it's a perspective one person's perspective a lot of other people have different perspective and perspective. So what I see is hilarious. You want to make brainwashing uh, commercials on smoking, and yet we have all these people drinking, becoming compulsive drunks, not drunks to the word to the point where they can't function. No, no, just compulsive enough to every time they get stressed, let me drink one, let me go have sex over here, let me go and say that this is a type of sexual preference over there. So let me go and let. So right here is where there's that's not a middle ground. That's just you, plain and simple now having created a situation and why oh the cigarettes because all of a sudden we've decided to go to another extreme it's hilarious by the way that all of this 
people want to talk about with the conspiracies versus acknowledge that uh, this was done with the marijuana stuff. I saw a documentary. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they did this. This is such brainwashing. And I can't believe they still want to talk about other countries and brainwashing since it seems that the Western brainwashes a lot and people fall for it. Like when the whole social media with that one documentary, which it's not a documentary, it was exaggerated. It was put in the music all over the place, like the Maya one that I never watched. So there's a lot of things that are definitely for 4D plane. And they apparently fall for all of it because again, 4D, 3D, their limited consciousness is seeking, tell me I'm special and tell me about good and bad. Their intuition is not spot on. It's based on their leader. My leader says my intuition is spot on. All the karmics around me. So that's a bullshit intuition, FYI. Uh, and it's a bullshit everything. The minute somebody tried reading my cards, only as a teenager, because I had no uh, awareness whatsoever as a person who did not look to tarot or crystals as something that I was interested in. In fact, I just uh, didn't not believe it, but I didn't believe in it in a way of... They're going to come, you know, create a, a curse on me, even though maybe as a teenager. But I was very soon to say, you know, if I keep believing that they can curse me, then they're going to be able to. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to believe you can't because I know that mind is way more powerful than so the thoughts, the beliefs, excuse me. Now, some people say, well, how about, you know, working with aspects that you can't seem to handle? This is where... People like to present to people that are confident equations of where they yet have mastery. What we love about life, so again, the people in 5D land is we already know that we're always going to deal with our lovely playground of likes and dislikes or of knowns and unknowns. This is what life is called. The balancing act is not about sacrifice. It's that you can't know everything, period. That's why you're married to it. So you accept that there are moments that potentially can get little bit agitated. How much or how little? We don't know. We don't care. We're busy actually handling our lovely life with our loved ones. Roar, vulnerability. So the ones are busy with other things. This is why it's a choice. And as that group points out, we don't meddle with people's states of consciousness. People get to choose what they want to get interested in. The Enlightenment so age of people, we're interested in everything. And that's also in contributing to this lovely plane and to optimize every person's expansion of consciousness, potential, and journey. When you're walking side by side with yourself, this means you don't have fear of the unknown. It means you have a group of people that stand with you and they're called secure connections and they're all the people. It doesn't matter what they will have done. You will know who they are. You will know what they do and if they're blind or deaf lines, that's what they remain. If they want to get unblind and undeaf, then they will. And if not, then they won't. It doesn't change our lioness or lions or whatever because we can see, we can hear, and we know, we know where we're going. So our words will always be consistent. And so will our manners. And we continue to expand and to roar with love. And when we're afraid, we roar with fear. We're afraid. We speak truths. And we don't hide behind unworthiness, unlovableness, or upset, or rigidity or let me blame shame fault or you know a lot of other things but we also won't say oh how fun to have all these children who are blind and deaf and they're yelling at each other and it just seems like a very interesting show because in the meantime there are more important things to take care of but they're too busy creating groups and deciding that their 
supernatural channeling this person over here they're supernatural doing yoga over there they're supernatural over here and oh let's see how what did they actively do to help to get us somewhere else besides trying to say be vegan or not be vegan <laughs> and yelling at each other so i'll never forget how there's a couple of people in my life that i think of one of them to this day can't let go of something specific and not in a good or bad way it's just that they're that sensitive and they will remind sometimes people of this specific thing and obviously it's because they have a situation with that specific thing so for a person who's aware i'll use me there are things recently particularly that i haven't let go i was having a consistent conversation about it and the people were like see you can't let it go and, I, and you know i said yes because it's something that is boggling my mind and it's the theme of the moment and I'm processing it right now as I process other things like my panic attacks or whatever it is that is of uncomfortableness. And I even went ahead to say, and I don't want to take drastic measures like do something that would be physically pushing me into an area that is uncomfortable because we were also talking about how the practice of using your body, this is why yoga, the different postures, it pushes you to see just what your body can do gets you familiar with sensations, gets you out of the fear state. So for those of us who are highly sensitive, we can acknowledge that if we pushed ourselves to do something more extreme, the fear could go away, which is why for some people the idea and or situations of rituals, it's not so much the belief system as much as it is they put their body through certain things and, and they're able to see that they can and that nervous system's window of tolerance has expanded. Okay, this is where bringing you back to the human element. But there are people who don't. And then they go and cut their arm off. Like the one story that I was told. And that's like, mm, okay, now that, not really cool. This person didn't have to yet because they're still immersed in that belief system that if I throw my arm or if I give a sacrifice, life is not sacrifice. This is something that we equated in the past. There's stories, there's reasons, but the part that I'm sharing right now is that the energy is a charge and your mastery as I explained to my lovely nephew who was asking me about seven chakras and avatars and things uh, I said the mastery is in the middle because you want to not be no charge you want to not be overcharged so you're always going to be given opportunity to be in the middle to maintain equanimity this is the part so channeling guidance doesn't make per a person more or less special, but it does have our brain actively connect to a specific energetic sphere. This I can attest to. This is why I share the 5D mystics experiences so that I can share with those who maintain. It's not about it being special. We don't need to demystify it, but we also don't need to say it's supernatural because it's an optimized human being's brain. And so I remember when I began having my room with crystals and having my tarot and reading tarot and having things that I could see when I did Reiki sessions. And even when I did Reiki sessions, this is where my clears expanded further. Okay, so I remember clearly my light bodies, my rainbow body, all of these things. And that's the part of paid subscription-based model content, ask questions, lightworkers life, I'm expanding consciousness over soul twin flames, soulmates, all these things. But as I spelled out, it was never, ever 
in any way, shape, or form overwhelming or destabilizing. And like what I see with the 4D individuals, they actually think that they are channeling the very specific figures that they come into contact with. Some even think they've been possessed and then that those possessions leave. And this is not about the words they use. It's about what I see as they move into their life. Um, so some right now are stable in that four dimension. And this is where I thought that they would move out, but I see that there's the potential for those groups of people to maintain the status quo because we have a new group that is needing their guidance. And then we also though have our 5D group, which is who I support and who comes to understand channeling, tarot, intuition, and scrying and Akashic record reading. There is a way you connect, but it is like with Reiki. Everybody can have access to it. When you get your level one, two, or three, this is where there's three levels for reasons. You're going to put into practice aspects. There's a difference when you're doing distance healing versus when you're doing face-to-face -face healing. And I shouldn't call it healing because to me, we're not healing. We're clearing and we're working with a person and we're supporting them. They get to heal. So when those addictive behaviors come out as maladaptive responses or safety behavior responses or just those reaction responses that a person will finally become aware of, they realize it's the unresolved trauma. It's charged states. It's an emotional charge. This is the moment you get to process it, which means inner growth mindset. Oh, I'm having a like-dislike moment. I'm having a charge-not-charge charge moment. Okay, I get to bring myself to equanimity. You choose to move into a functional adult love language to mature yourself into this 5D plane, which is consciousness, Christ consciousness, because it's unconditional love. The person who knows you have flaws, I have flaws, we're not going to cast stones. And it's the safe haven, secure-based relationships. You have passions, I have passions. We want each other to be happy. This is what it means to be friends. This is what it means to support each other. And this lovely portal is here for people to support each other. And they always are here, the ascension energies. But some people, they stay in fear. That's because they're blind and deaf and they don't see their unworthiness, unlovable shame cycle. They don't dissolve it. They don't see that there's an opportunity when the moment of likes, dislikes arises because they get rigid and then they get harsh, unforgiving. They're not open to communication. That's the adaptive child. They're wanting to maintain control. They're in Maya land because there's still a feeling of I'm unsafe. And it's not unsafe because they're in a physical unsafe situation. It's because they're in I'm a person, they're a person, and we're different. And then there's another layer and then another layer. So again, the ability to move out of that is easy. The 4D plane, they keep thinking that when they're channeling and when they're seeing things and when they're scrying, the ones who are 4D, there are 5D readers. I see plenty of them. So um, there are 5D channelers. The 4D ones keep it in the, there's karmics, there's negative energies. There, there's always the teenage drama land, basically. So for those individuals in those groups, we don't really need to do anything except for I share about the psychoeducation so that they can have the opportunity to move out of blind and deaf lions. But some are too busy highlighting their group's best traits and trying to allow their label to become what they are. 
So they've identified their projection of the identity they want to be versus pure consciousness, which doesn't have an identity. We have names, we have emotions, we have thoughts, we have day-to-day, and we live them every 24 hours. And we like, hey, I'm awake today, how wonderful. So as long as you move into that neutral land, as long as you move into where love and um, everything's going to be okay, we get to support each other. We get to realize how amazing it is to have each other. And so again, be there for each other, fiercely love. When there's fiercely fearful stuff to say, speak it from a heart that is loving. Know that some people won't play in a playground. Some people don't know how because they're in the yellow, red. The adaptive child will want to maintain control and they will try to engage in a different way. This involves many different mechanisms. If you are an established Zen master, it means you have your mental and emotional plane at hand. You physically have yourself at hand. You hold your values, your heart body, and you want to treat a person and subject matter expert, whoever it is, you learn to be with Krishna, Lila, Shiva, and Kali. You're just there. That's why those lovely eights, even the eight of swords, you recognize, okay, this is what I know. This is what I don't know. These are the emotions that I'm feeling. I'm not blind, but I am blind because I'm walking with my building blocks next to me. So there's always going to be an area that I don't know about. And that, of course, is going to startle me. It's normal. It's my body protecting me. Safety behaviors, they're not any longer unresolved trauma because you have the ability, though, to be in your ventral vagal state. So your container, which is your body, is safe. And that's your mastery, your initial mastery of that 5D and alignment of you. And then as you move forward with the clarity and the roar of this lovely strength and the lovely vulnerable heart and the lovely love of all and even fears in there, we don't mind it. It's going to be there because it protects us. We work with it. Some people process it day by day and they're okay with it coming up. Others, they want to do other stuff and, you know, it is their choice. But the most important is that we treat each other in a way to lift each other up and to support each other in moments. For people who are reactive, you won't have to do anything. If they are uncomfortable with you, they will leave you because they don't want to be around you. So as long as you treat people with the kind and or respectful and or, again, even ventral vagal nose, sometimes there are areas that we completely have the ability to sit inequanimity and spell out something always with love no shaming no blaming no faulting and definitely we don't do any of that revenging but if anybody does do any of that we don't hold it against them and be jealousy spite revenge these are indicators that you are of value and or something and the person has a shame defectiveness unworthy unlovable there's an aspect where there's suffering in their body and so again the Zen masters are the ones who, to those who are the disciples, non-disciples, and the compulsive thief, forgive. And as Daniel Siegel says, it's not about you justifying. It's that you know the past is in the past. And here, again, 5D, we walk with our past in our hand. That's why we don't need to sit anywhere. We're always in our prefrontal cortex. We know what past is with us and why. We have it on our shoulders or next to us, and we walk forward. Equanimity. So... The ability to be in a state of, it's going to be okay. You take that breath, and then you work with whatever your ability to work with yourself, that brainstem, limbic system, and cortex. And you do neurofeedback, and it gets you get practiced in it. So our physical mastery for my lovely enlightenment, so age group.
And in the meantime, again, be lovingly roaring all the time as much as you can and have fun. Enjoy life. And let's try to get our lovely globe on, on track with the environment and, you know, all the things we actually need to live, like water and soil. And we seriously need that to move a lot quicker than anything else. So the groups, they'll be fine. They'll enjoy their limited consciousness conversations. We'll be back with more. I hope you have a wonderful day.